I was actually perfect timing. Right. Uh, yeah. The bill is back. The reel is back. Flow bananas here. Peel this back. Um, this guy just yeah. started with bars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, even, lie. I don't even know the, the words of that podcast, part, but it's fine. I was going to rap with him, but I really don't. It's too sad, dog. Welcome to another episode of the Best Kept Secret Podcast, a.k.a. the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray, a.k.a. the guy about nothing. I am not alone. As usual, I am joined by my brethren, Spilo Mike Just and Prince Dwayne. What's going on, Jess? As always. As always, uh, we nice, dog. We nice, easy breezy. Actually, now I'm lying, dog. Life is crumbling, but it's fine. <laughs> it's we move, crumbling, dog. We move. <laughs> That's all it is. We move, dog. Falling apart, at dog. Pick up the pieces, dog. Yeah, Let's I'm. Move. I'm tired of saying I'm fine every episode, dude. I've been capping sometimes. Hey, I've been capping, dog. Don't vent here, please. Vent to your bitches, bro. Come on, dog. What? Jeez, that's a violation. Still, <laughs> this thing, you see, as my nigga, he doesn't want to hear shit. You see, that's why I don't tell your friends anything. They don't care. They don't care. Yeah, guys. Um, okay, <laughs> that's mad. Still, um, this week we are discussing Jermaine Cole, J. Cole, the off season. Um, mm. yeah, Mr. Nice Watch, the veil is back, the reel is back. You know, them ones there. Um, I'm no sure. No such thing as a life that's better than yours, bro. You know. <laughs> Number one, J. Cole quote. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, guys, let's, let's just get into it, really. Um, the off season. How are you guys feeling? Uh, I enjoyed it. I think it got better. I, for me, it progressively got better as I started listening to it. And I think, yeah, Cole is just trying to prove a point here. I don't know. Like, he was just rapping, dog. Like, mm. there was no theatrics, no melodies as much um, compared to, like, his previous albums. Like, this man was just straight rapping, dog. Like, he was really out here trying to, you know, go for it and kind of just show that he's still on top. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I think this album, he really wanted to prove that, yo, I really does this rap shit. Like, I, I got the bars. I got the wordplay. I got everything you need as a rapper. Um, like you say, there wasn't as much melodies and, you know, singing and stuff like that, which I really liked. I liked that he just came raw for most of it. Um, it, it kind of felt a bit like Pause. more so like Born Sinner where there was just a lot of rapping on the, you know, more so than singing. So I really liked that. Um, definitely a really good project by Cole. Uh, yeah, man. Loved it. There's nothing I can say. Cole is, Cole is the GOAT, man. When it comes to this rap shit. Yeah. He do it. He definitely, I think he definitely bounced back from um, KOD to some extent. Oh, I w- Not that KOD was bad. In my opinion, KOD wasn't really bad, but I, based on the reviews or what people are saying, it seems like he, he kind of came back from that. I feel like KOD was more conceptual, though, than an actual just, you know. Because Cole has some of those albums where they just feel a bit more conceptual than a Cole album. Just like um, yeah. For Your Eyes Only, you know. Uh, I think that one was also you know more so of a conceptual album which people didn't really get the story if you're if you weren't really a cole cole fan you were like wait what what's cole talking about you know what i'm saying so i feel like this was or kod was you know sort of in that realm too but this was more so back to cole's life back to cole's story you know back to uh, uh yeah even though he did touch on a lot of different stories as cole does but it felt more personal to cole with this with this album 
for sure. Yeah, it's um, it has a very similar DNA to um, its predecessors, that being um, the come up and also the warm up, and mm-hmm. maybe one or two other songs that have a, a, a feel of Friday Night Lights as well. But it 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 sounds like this album, it's almost like a a redefined mixtape call, you know. He's 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 you know he's polished mm. his his skills he's leveled up, and um, he can he, he can feel that there is that underly uh, that underlying um, mixtape feel to it. Um, it's just that we're calling it an album right now, you know. But at the at the core, at the essence of it, it's it's really a another mixtape to add on to the you know to the story of the come up the warm up sideline stories you know all of that and so um also circling back to what you guys were saying in terms of conceptual albums this other than it being you know the off season and then the concept just being him you know practice you know just practicing um sharpening his skills and getting better there wasn't uh a a a very you know um overpowering or, or very present theme you know or concept to this yeah, other true, than other true. than the fact that he's just saying look guys this is me my off season i'm just trying to get better and we even saw in the documentary you know how he is how he has been um you know practicing leading up to this moment and so it's not a for your eyes only where with for your eyes only you literally had to you know piece things together from back in like 2008 and 2009 to really mm. get like the full picture of what the story was about, you know, um, KOD, you know, KOD was also a very conceptual album, but you know, it had like three layers to it, you know, the drugs and all of those other things. Whereas this one, it's just Cole's just saying, look guys, I think you guys have forgotten that I can actually rap still, you know, this is like a reminder. Yeah. And so I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into the songs, man. Um, nineteen what ninety five South? Yes, sir. How you guys feel about that intro? Now it was a fire intro. I think it was it was one of those where it was just like it set the tone of like what this is gonna be because he was. I think ninety five South for me is probably the one where I felt the most in terms of like the rapping aspect of it. Um, obviously there were a few more as you go in but i think 95 south kind of set the tone of what this whole thing would be about because i feel like when it comes to cole he does really well normally in his first song or his intros to kind of contextualize and kind of put you in a place of what the whole album or is going to give you so i think 95 south did a really good job in that and he just came through hard hitting bars all of that yeah i agree i think 95 south was that intro you know to really get the album started you know coming through with the bars you know even featuring killer cam on the you know what i'm saying um of course like he was most mostly just you know talking on it but just that energy that rap energy you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. um it, it really you know uh came through with that so it, it was like definitely a strong intro um but i, I do wish that you know there there was more of a cipher on that for some reason i feel like i wish there was more people on there you know um but as for just for the intro of the album it was really dope but it felt like a cipher something that you know cole could bring maybe some 
more Dreamville affiliates or, you know, people from those Dreamville sessions and, you know, sprinkle yeah, them on yeah, there or yeah. something. That would have been dope. But yeah, definitely a dope intro though. Yeah. Um, I think when I listen to this, to this intro, I picture him performing it um, at, you know, at live shows. Um, this is gonna go off, especially like that that outro part with Lil John and you know that type of thing going on over there. Um, oh yes, at the end, it's like it's really gonna go off. Segment. This is for like this is for like you know college campuses and it's got that vibe to it, like mob vibes, you know, like let's really turn up now. Um, I remember when when I went to see the the the, the, the cold thing when he was here, you know, for the. Castle Light slash Forest Hills Drive tour. Um, uh, get off my dick. There's like that part where it's like a chant, you know. And so this also took me back to that. Like it made me think of how this song would play out at like a large setting, you know, with like thousands of people over there and them screaming. Um, but like on a more technical level, you know, it was great to see Cam, you know, Killer Cam over there. Shout out Dipset and all of that. Um, so I really enjoy that, you know, um, yeah, it's a great, it's a great opening. Um, Mm -hmm. and for some reason, I actually enjoyed the fact that Cam didn't have a rap verse, like the way of him just speaking, you know, and just, you know, cosign and call and all of that. It just felt perfect Mm -hmm. to me, you know? Um, and so perfect intro, which leads into Amari, uh, I want to speak about Amari because this song right here. Let me tell you. Guys, before this song we, is before fire, we get bro. to Amari, can I just say, because um, I think we're gonna go track by track with this album. So I just wanna just quote this what 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 um, Cole was saying on it on um, track one, and he was saying, "This shit too easy for me now, nigga." Cole been going plat since back when CD CDs was around. What you sold, I tripled that. I can't believe these fucking clowns. Look how everybody clapping when your 30 song album do a measly hundred thou. Like, that was just a yeah, perfect I heard setup. Those bars, dog. <laughs> Could put that was on your head, you Luigi brother now. Come on, bro. Shit, dog. That, like, th- that, those are the perfect bars to enter the album. Even with him just talking about um, his record sales. Because I think that's always been a big thing with Cole. Where people have always sort of undermined the sales. Like when they projected them, yeah. they're always low. And always like doubled that or tripled that or something like that. You know, So it's dope for him to, to really start his album off like that with those bars. I like that. And it's just a reminder that he's been in the game for so long, dog. I exactly. feel like people never actually like think about that, bro. Since the CDs. like Cole has been around, guys. Like he's <laughs> been around, dog. Dog, he's a goat now, bro. So yeah, yeah, it, it was a dope way for him to start uh, off the album. But yes, he's anyway. Carry on. Cole said, "Angel shedding tears in heaven." Richie Eric Clapton. <sighs> Shout out to Eric Clapton for that bar. So. <sighs> Shout out to that the was team. crazy. When I heard that, I'm like, "Cole, <laughs> on an intro, you're going hard like this." But yeah. Um, anyway, Amari, let's let's get into that one. <laughs> There's too many bars on this okay. album. We're not gonna get through everything, hey. man. Um, yes, sir. Amari, how are you guys feeling about that one? Because obviously, I have my thoughts on that one, and yeah, I want to hear from you guys. Uh, Dez, you can start, though. Um, to be honest, I didn't have too many thoughts on Amari. Um, I felt like it was a cool track. I really like the production. 
I like um, how Cole attacked that beat. Uh, it felt like a beat for more so a newer style sort of rapper, but Cole really found his you know groove in there nicely. I see production was handled by Timberland, which was really dope to see. Um, yeah, but as a, as a as a song, I don't have much to say about it, honestly. I liked it though. Now I think I for me, like yeah, I think for me, like also here, like I said, for me, I felt as though throughout this album, like each song kind of felt better than the next in a sense obviously like not you know like what is it literally but it just felt like it keep it kept getting better so you know going from 95 south going into amari i feel like you know j cole kind of upped his game every single time mm. um this one also this is the one that came with the video as well so i think that really helped in kind of just like conceptualizing but i think it was just a it was a really good song and i think like you know just the subject matter that cole went into obviously we've heard some of that stuff before mm -hmm. but you know it was just always it felt it felt different like i feel like the way that he was rapping even throughout this whole album about things that we've heard before it felt very new it felt very you know refreshing to some extent so mm -hmm. i can definitely put amari in that as well yeah for sure yeah Amar, uh, uh, um, amari is a special song for many reasons um obviously it's named after um his manager's son you know ibrahim right i didn't know that so too. yeah so ibrahim has a thing has a son um i think round about the, round about the same age as j cole's son actually so still very young and um so his name is amari and i don't know if obviously i'm, I'm sure you guys know this but if you don't whoever's listening um j cole's manager also happens to be brothers with um with buzz so it's actually like a family thing happening on this song. Oh shit! You, you know? know the deep facts. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. This nigga comes through with other shit. I didn't even. That's know why he's like, nah, this shit's so, special. And then I'm like, how special? How? Dog? So Eve, Eve is um, Baz's um, older brother, you know, and oh, so shit. yeah, and so there's 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 all of that happening in this in this song, you know. So now like Baz's nephew or Eve's son is forever, um, you know mortalized now forever you know mm. um so yeah I, I really enjoyed that from in, in that regard but also just the, more of a actual come up song, song itself like mm. the song itself man it just flows it's got great replay value because it's quite short mm. but he manages to do so much um there's different flows that he's diving into um the cadence that he's using the energy of the song as well you know it's just it just feels like it's just building up and building up and building up to something every, you know, with like every verse. Yeah. And, so it's just and the way really, he's attacking really the beat doesn't feel typical Cole. It feels like, you know, no, kind of like middle child at all. Cold, you know. Yeah. It feels like the new approach. I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to switch it up. And so I'm glad that you brought the middle child thing because this is exactly what this is. Remember with middle child, um, obviously there's many, you know, um, ways you could define middle child in that um in that space right because um mm -hmm. obviously cole isn't necessarily in you know wayne and jay-z's um class um but he's also not in the new wave he's in the middle with the j coles and the wallets and drakes right um well yeah mm -hmm. with the wallets and drakes and Sean's. yeah so he's the middle yeah. child in that regard but also in that song middle child i don't know if you guys remember this or if you picked up on this technical detail but um the beat was very new wave type, like like the Roddy Rich type of sound, 
but then mm. um on one of the verses he was using like a very you know traditional coal classic flow but then he also yes. on the other verse he had like a very melodic flow mm, and he flow, even yeah. used autotune which was referencing yeah. the newer wave how they make the hip hop mm. music right and so yes. even with this song now um the beat sounds you know it's a bit new wave here and there but he has mm. parts of his verse where he's like just rapping just hardcore rapping but then he also switches it up into like a very melodic new wave style of rapping you know like Roddy Rich and them kind of stuff Yes. And so yes. even with that though it still sounds very much like a, a Cole song. He makes it his own mm. somehow. It still remains uh, it has a, a very J Cole identity to it, you know, regardless of all the other influences that he brought onto the song. That's why for me it's he such did a, that with a, London a, too. Like he he it doesn't feel like a Cole song but he made it a Cole song, you know? And that is exactly and that is why for me I say this is a this is a, a very impressive song. Because on the surface level, you think, ah, it's cool. But like when you really break it down, you're like, actually, you know, it's layered here. There's a lot going on. And so shout out to mm. him for that. Um, for sure. My second favorite song on the album is My Life. Yeah. How are you guys feeling with My Life? Yeah. 21 and Moray. 21, 21. Ah, uh, nah, dog. All the pieces came together so well here, dog. Like, that Moray chorus was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, 21, dog. I think 21 and Cole just together. Like, I don't know. It's a perfect mix in that situation. Special Cole, um, 21. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that we haven't heard 21 in a while as well. Like, it's just always good to just hear it because it's it's like... He's, he's one of those artists now where he's in the new wave. But I don't know, he cemented himself to some extent. So, like, when you hear a 21 verse, like, you know, you want to sit down, you want to be attentive. He's kind and of yeah, got that shit, really bro, that Cole has, like, that middle child sort of thing. Because 21 yeah. is, like, accepted by the greats, but then he's also, like you say, part of that newer wave. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. also, like, that sort of And I child. think it was genuinely, like, that transformation he had. Because if you think about that jump from Issa, I think it was Issa, that album, to... Mm. Um, What's the one? The one with the lot. I forgot. Oh, I am. I was like, if you see that jump, that maturity oh, yes. to some extent, mm. there was like mm. a huge jump between mature. Because if you look at like his 2016 cipher to him now, like it's two different people to some extent. Exactly. So, you know, Sa- 21 Savage really came through on this one. But I won't lie, Moray definitely did the yeah. most. Yeah, I it lie. did feel like an extension almost of a lot. You know, it felt like part two. Yeah. <laughs> they dropped part two on us. Um, yeah, I, I like. To be honest, I don't feel like Savage came as hard as if I were to compare this to a lot. I don't I don't feel like he came as hard um, or stuck with subject matter as good as, you know, previously. But it was definitely a good record. I like what Cole did, of course. There was just one little catchy bar that I liked on this track. And I think it was, yeah, it was by Cole. And he was saying, niggas say things behind backs that they wouldn't dare say. No, it's on site when I see you. I'm working at Squarespace. Like, that was a little nifty bar. I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, like, I see you type of bar and Squarespace obviously being that, you know, place people go work and shit. <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah, I like, I like, um, I just like Cole, how he cleverly, quickly throws in that hard bar, you know? But, yeah, definitely a, a, a good uh, track. And, um, yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out to Savage on that one. And I think also just to bring up like with Savage, I don't know, man. Like when Savage raps, you you get that taste of 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 the street life of whatever. And I think the way that he kinds of he kind of describes it, 
Because the one part here where he's like, we don't participate, ain't with that squashing shit. All we believe in is homicide. I got a good heart, so I send teddy bears every time we make their mamas cry. Mm. So I'm like, you know, like when it, when it comes into that, dog, I don't know, man. Like Savage is just so good at bringing street life <laughs> to the fore. <laughs> I don't know if I like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it was some real shit, yeah. though, I must say. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. I think Savage, I think Savage has, uh, he's like the smart ghetto nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's like that nigga yeah. was super ghetto, but he's going to spit some facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The opposite of Kodak, basically. The opposite <laughs> of Kodak. <laughs> Because Kodak just that ghetto nigga. Yeah, that, don't that's hate on yak. what it is. I don't think. hate on yak. Perfect <laughs> description. Yeah, I think that's that's it. For sure. I think um for me, yeah, the Cole the Cole verse was was good, was cool. I you know, I expected that from Cole. It didn't really like, you know, blow my mind that much. I was more so impressed by twenty one. Um mm. You guys did mention that it does feel like a follow-up, like a part two of some sort to um, a lot. Yes. You know, the sample there, the jazzy feel to it. It's got, it's got like a very instant mm-hmm. classic feel to this, you know. Um, and so in that regard, yeah. But also, you know, um, the hook, that guy is just, mm. he's so soulful, man. It's got a lot of pain in his voice, a lot of soul in it as well. Um, I like the fact that, you know, uh, they... The uh, referenced um, Styles P song from back in the day. I don't know if you all remember that song mm. um, by Styles. Which P. one? This was like a few years ago. He did it with um, Pharrell. Do you guys remember Pharrell Monk? Mm. Mm. This was yeah, like yeah. back in the day. I don't know who put me onto Pharrell Monk. I can't remember who it was, but like yeah. So there's a song by Styles P and Pharrell, and basically this entire hook is in- interpolating that song like word for word really you know my life is all i have mm. my rhymes my pen my pad you know oh, all of that that's from that song um, and so it, it 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 also you know it continues that um that underlying um theme of nostalgia in the song that instant classic feel to it you know um yeah and then just getting into 21, um, 21's uh, verse, because for me, like I said, that was very impressive. You know, it took me by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bilo, what you, that, that quote that you, that you mentioned, you know, um, we don't participate in with the squashing shit. All we believe in is homicide. I got a good heart, so I send teddy bears every time we make their mamas cry. When I first heard that, mm-hmm. dude, like, it really it blew my mind, dude. Like, like, that is such a crazy thing to actually do like bro like you're beefing with these guys you're out here killing them and then like he's sending the he's sending condolences to, to, to their mothers bro like that is such a that's the real savage, i can't even dog. begin to that's wrap my real... head around that you know that is that's so the crazy real 21 21 <laughs> exactly and then obviously um the other bar you know uh that i was really impressed by at the end when he closes off the verse by saying i see chicken you niggas is breast to me planted a seed but it, it ain't assessing me can't let you niggas or bitches grow next to me now at first i was like hi what it sounds cool but what is this guy really saying you know i think it went over then, my head to be honest <laughs> but then i started to really think about it okay so now when you look, when you look at um obviously remember that that phrase when people say you're chicken you're scared right mm, you're chicken yeah, of course yeah yeah. But then now he's referring to specifically chicken breasts, right? Chicken breasts are boneless, mm. they're spineless, you know. They're oh. not they're the weakest, they're the softest part of the actual mm. chicken, 
you know? Oh. And so he's just saying, like, you niggas don't even match up. You can't even, you know, you, you have no you have no fight against me. He's you know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Sus, so niggas. He, when I clocked that, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this is such a crazy way to end, you know, um, the verse, you know? Yeah. Um, so I really, really enjoyed um that song i think for me it's it it's yeah. one of my favorites on the album and definitely up there as one of my favorite 21 savage uh verses ever yeah um but yeah man there was applying pressure uh which is like i guess it ties into punching the clock as well it like it goes hand in hand with punching the clock so how you feeling about those two now those are nice i think for me though the uh I started I don't know like it, it it was just like it was just running through to be fair like when I when I was listening like they were really good songs but I didn't really you know take much or grab much from them mm. um I, I started I started picking up again from 100 mil mm. um to be honest so with these two like I was just it was just one of those that I listened to and I kind of just went past but like they were really good songs though. Mm. yeah these songs they were I liked them I enjoyed them um they were more so a listener's song like some you know those songs you really just have to listen and hear what's going on they don't really grab you yeah once you first hear them i did like a couple bars on applying pressure i like you know i, I just like when cole talked down on niggas bro he said instead of capping why don't you talk about being a broke rapper that's a perspective i respect because it's real what it's like to be nice as fuck but got uh, to stress to pay the bills like I just like Cole when he just puts niggas, you know, in their place. Even if it's not a direct, you know, shot or that was anything me, like oh, that. Hey, see, no yeah. Exactly. You know, I like Cole when he can just reference himself to, you know, uh, where he is in the game and, and, you know, sort of to the, the climate of now today, you know. So that was a really dope bar. Uh, he, he went on to say, Envy, keep your pockets empty. So just focus on you. If you broke and clowning a millionaire, then the joke is on you. Like, you know, that's another thing with today, social media and everything. Broke niggas always clowning. Remember that time when niggas was like, fuck Joe Cole and all this shit? You know, for no good reason. Like, I just feel like he subtly speaks to those little, you know, incidents through his bars nicely. So, I like that. I like that. Because niggas be doing that a lot, bro. Always clowning millionaires, but they broke as shit. <laughs> but I think I want the one thing I... I like liked was how he kind of incorporated the whole Dame Lillard thing on punching the clock. Yes, like, yeah, that's probably the most notable thing for me, you know. Yeah, playing. Oh, oh yeah, that was punching the clock. That was pun- It feels like those are the like yeah. one long song. Like CZ said, it just felt like a continuation there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, the, also there the punching the clock, man. Uh, another one, but CZ, I'll let you say what you have to say on. Um, no, no, I, I don't really, I don't really have much to say on those two songs. That's why I put them together. You know, um, okay. For me, it's just Cole reminding us that look, guys, at the end of the day, all of this talking, you guys can talk, you can say whatever, but like, let's not cap. You guys really know who the, you know, who the greatest is, aren't you? Like, don't act like I can't rap, guys. Don't act like I haven't put of in the course, time. And, and, and exactly. Work. I mean, come, just don't look at like this part. I have, part. I have, to, I have to quote this one. This nigga say, now that I'm rich, I feel nobody understanding me. All I can do is cut the mic on and holler at you. Can't let the fame scare me off from speaking candidly. All them niggas are so cane, they started singing like Danity. Now I'm left here paid like a planner be. Yo, I was just like, damn, bro. Do you guys remember Danity Kane? All them niggas (laughs) 
who sold cane they started singing like danity now i'm left here paid like i plan to be bro <laughs> that's a bar my nigga Nah, I would lie, it's a lot. Danity Kane, bro. And I like Danity that he, And I also so like that he spoke on uh, Danity Kane. And then in this album, he also speaks on Puff, you know, having that uh, scuffle with Puff. And then Puff also speaks on the album. I was like, yo, what a fucking string of fucking, I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was you good, see? Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. That was good. Yeah, like, man, those two songs, so they, they, they link. Those two songs are like, yeah, like you said, you know, just like one big thing, really, at the end of it all. Um, mm. that's why I don't really have much to say because it's nothing new that we haven't heard from Cole, really. Just bars, um, yeah. 100 mil for me, I was like, Yeah, when I heard him, like, Yeah, it's cool, yeah. you know, it's okay. I was like, Yeah, I'm like, Yeah, it's okay. In comparison to like everything else that came before, I was like, It's one of the weaker joints, you know, it's not a bad song. It feels like a single just, attempt to me, yeah. I was just like, Yeah, it's one of them ones there, you know. Um, mm. No, but I, I, I would lie though, I dig the, the whole arrogance and whatever. Because how many times have people been coming through saying Cole always raps about how the broke life is nice? Or <laughs> so he was coming through nice. on some other thing, like, you know what, on some, I've got money, I've got the. So, like, that's what I like. About. I like the arrogance factor. Hey. And, like, the. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Because, hey, there's a vain cloud in Cole saying. And there's another <laughs> boss. Speaking, speak, niggas, speaking, speaking of that arrogance where he says, I'm proud of my niggas. They never switched up. Don't care if it's Michael B. Jordan that's calling my woman a fuck. She ain't never going to pick up. <laughs> okay, Cole. That feels that's like bold. a That feels that's like a bold. diss to future. No, but, no, but you see, guys, you see, with, with that bar for me, like, I just, I was, when I heard that, I'm like, um, okay. Like I feel like it's a future. I, 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 this. I, I, That's I, why I said it. I was bro. like, I was just like, Cole, but like, you know, if you have a wife, you would expect that. Like, Cole, we like, we've never seen your your wife out and about in the street. So like, why would? But not in today's now? times, bro. I was just like, to me, I, I, yeah, I, I, I felt like that right. bar. Not, not I just felt like that bar. I could have gone without. You know, that was like the one nah, bar where see, I was just that's like, a hard bar, dog. I need to, I need nah, to beat Jordan to Future's if, hope. If anyone else, if anyone else could Future's have said it, maybe. <laughs> not for Cole, though. Cole, like, what? Bro, Cole, you're a family Bro. man, your wife. Like, but anyway, that's that. Um, how are you guys feeling about that? Sister, what the fuck? <laughs> um, how are you guys feeling about pride? Pride is the devil, isn't it? Pride is the devil. I like pride is the devil, firstly, because of the familiarity, because I think it's the same... I don't know if it's the same sample or beat as the Amines can't decide. Yeah, same um, sample. So that was like the first. Mm. And same yeah, yeah. So that was the first thing that struck me when I when I first listened to it. So I think that's what made it a bit. I was a bit more attentive, but like it was a really I don't know. Like it was good. It, it, it came. It it gave me single vibes though, um, to some extent. But I think Lil Baby also came through because like I didn't expect Lil Baby actually when I was listening to it. I was like, oh, this thing's about to end. Whatever. Then that little baby verse came in as well, and I was like, I then, but like I really enjoyed. Guys, it little baby to me personally, I know I would get killed for saying this, but to me, it's overrated. But I don't know what the hype is about little baby. Niggas always tell me he's the hardest rapper they've ever seen. He's the hardest rapper of the century. I just he's cool, but I don't know where this like yo little baby, you know that hype comes from. I don't know, but uh to me, he this verse was solid. I won't lie, it was solid. He's always got a solid verse, but the way people make it seem like he's got the greatest verses of all time, I don't know, bro. Hey, that one I don't know. <laughs> but yeah I, yeah, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the track though. That's, that's yeah, I like the I, I like the alley oop. 
that Cole gave um, Lil Baby on this. Yeah, it reminded like me of, of the Drake one as well. Drake also did the same mm-hmm. thing, you know. He just mm-hmm. brought Baby in the middle of the of the verse, and Baby like, just took off in the middle of nowhere. You just exactly, yeah, literally. just I swear, ba- Baby just springs up on niggas. Like, that's the thing. He just springs up on. Niggas. The thing so, is, the, the thing it's his aggression. Like the way Baby raps, like the things he's he's saying it so hard that you just feel like, damn, this nigga's saying some shit. But if you really read those lyrics, bro, hey, I don't know. Dog, if it's, there's a buzz on 99%. I don't know, guys. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. How are you guys feeling but about Ben, But it's every day of the um, week. Just had to say that. Nah, I don't listen what? to any of those niggas, bro. What did um, you say? Listen to Ga- I don't Ghana. listen to any of those niggas. I don't, nah, baby, Ghana's baby. even worse, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I don't listen to any of nah, those guys. Nah, they don't. Ghana's, worse, Ghana's, Ghana's, Ghana's a good. Oh, at least no, baby nah, raps. Nah, Ghana, nah, dog. No, what did he say? Hey, I nah, can't Ghana, think of one word. Ghana what bark Ghana's rides the week. Nah, guys. This is not about Ghana anyway. Let's carry on. I had to bring it up. How, how are you guys feeling about Let Go My Hand? Yo, one of my favorites. Mm. This is my favorite song. I can mm. I can literally say this is my favorite song. Yeah. I think just Beautiful. the like I, I think for me personally, I, I like it when Cole kind of comes through with the whole melodic aspect with the rapping and whatever. And this one, this song kind of embodied everything that this album had in the sense that came through with bars. The melodic was the the melodic shit was there as well. I don't know, man. It just felt really like it was a really feel good song. I don't know what it was, but like I just felt good listening to yeah. this one. And this is definitely the one with probably the most replay value for me personally. Yeah, I think "Let Go My Hand" like was one of those life cuts. Um, definitely one of my favorites. I love when niggas, especially in Cole's position, you know, they get to talk about their life and what they're going through. Um, yeah, there was just a nice part. I like. Uh, I liked what he said about um, his son, uh, where he goes to say, "Today, my son said, Dad, let go of my hand.' Reminded me one day he's gonna be his own man, and my job is to make sure he's equipped. I gotta make sure he ain't no bitch, cause niggas bound to try him. If I said I was the toughest growing up, I would be lying. I had a fear of getting punched while everybody eyeing, and to this a constant fear of dying. So, like, I just like the fact that you know he's bringing." You know, you know how Cole just sort of strings along, you know, his bars together, and he's he's sort of intertwining his son, you know, his son's life or what his son yeah. said, his son's life into, you know, him growing up and at his at, at at just some of the experiences of him growing up, how he felt as a young man, and how he kind of wants to guide his son. I kind of like those things. I wish Drake could do more shit like that, but anyway. <laughs> I think he probably will though. But <laughs> yeah. I think as well, like I really enjoyed Cole's vulnerability yes, though. Like you see the course. part where he's like, I'm wondering just when did I become my biggest critic? I wanna be my biggest fan, like how I was when didn't know when didn't nobody know my jams. Mm. Today my son said, Dad, let go of my hand, reminding me one day he's gonna be his own man. Yes. It's like it just it's that bit of reality that just reminds you that, you know, these people that are behind these albums behind these songs like they're real people Mm. at the end of the day you know Mm. i feel like we often forget that and i think even in the documentary we saw it with the whole um i think when he brought up the whole thing with like no name or the protest or whatever and he was like y'all i'm on your side you know what i mean like it just kind of gives you that real aspect of what a person of these guys you know what i mean that's definitely why these are like my favorite cuts because it's like we we get so disconnected from that like we see these guys as big like stars and you know people who inspired yeah. us and whatnot but 
we forget that they have the same well not the same but they just have insecurities they have things that they think about and doubts and all these type of things that we experience too and um we sort of take it lightly you know uh, towards them but they feel it just as much you know if not more sometimes with all the pressure and scrutiny you know so yeah i really like this i really like like you said cole opening up getting vulnerable letting us know what's on his heart what's on his chest and yeah really dope stuff i think yeah i think it's my favorite for sure i think it's my favorite on the on the album yeah um what i liked the most or what i connected with the most on this was on the verse when he said um shit don't always connect as soon as you you press play at times you got to step away do some living let time provide a new prescription giving truer vision i double dabble in a few religions my homie constantly telling me about quran putting me on i read a few pages and recognize the wisdom in it but i ain't got the discipline for sticking with it so obviously mm. now for me that really resonated with me because i've also been on that you know that um that journey you know uh yeah. practicing different religions and just just trying to find the one that resonates the best with me and it's crazy because you know i just come out of that you know um uh ramadan and that and so hearing him you know speak about this and the quran and just the discipline of it all i really like mm. that i think that's why for me this song resonates the um the most with me um obviously then even from like the technical aspect uh buzz and and black and they sound great on the hook together over there crazy yeah. crazy crazy um i didn't even know it was black on that hook until i like looked it up bro <laughs> yeah like, oh shit <laughs> Yeah, shout out, shout out, six lakh. Six lakh. <laughs> yeah, so those, those, <laughs> you, know, you know, storytelling, all of that. Um, speaking of storytelling, though, um, close was another one where it felt like classic mixtape J Cole. It felt like Friday nights, uh, Friday night lights J Cole mm. on close. It has, just, it just has that classic storytelling feel to it, you know. Mm. Um, and I love the fact that he used um, an MF Doom sample to pay homage to obviously, you know, the late MF Doom now, R.I.P., you know, which is really, there's actually, it's a really dope song. Um, you can check it out, called um, Valerian Root. Dope song, shout out MF Doom and that. Um, but yeah, Close was also another special song for me. I just, I just feel like he, he closed with the album very strong, you know, Close. Yeah. And then Hunger on Hillside, the production on Hunger on Hillside was just beautiful the strings on there gorgeous like everything was gorgeous about the closing so very I don't know, strong ending very yeah. strong ending to the project how are you guys feeling about the you know close and thing as well i guess hang on hillside do you have any notes yeah, on those two like i said like yeah with regards to like um Dwayze had already mentioned mm-hmm. that you know cole kind of finished really cole finished really strong and i think this this project as a whole just kind of developed a whole level of consistency mm. um, from start to finish. So, you know, even when I was listening to it, because oftentimes when you get to the end of the album as a listener, you do get tired. But I feel like these songs kind of still kept me going, even in the midst of the storytelling and whatever. I was still attentive. Um, so I think it was a very good finish from him. And I really enjoyed the last bit as well. Um, as I'd mentioned, like uh, for me, it did get better each time. So I, I enjoyed the last part as well. Yeah, uh, the last, very like I said, very strong uh, ending. Um, but I do want to just say on Close was, I feel like some of the best storytelling Cole has done, you know, period. Especially the way he ends off um, 
the verse or ends of the song um you know him just aligning to almost having this out of body experience you know um seeing his nigga you know his niggas going through it his niggas selling drugs his niggas you know taking this to cure the pain and he kind of witnesses you know his nigga get clapped <laughs> you know what i'm saying and it's kind of like you know i, I like how it almost goes hand in hand with the song title it's like yo we were we were so close we were homies you know what i'm saying uh to the point where i i basically witnessed your death and not even being there you know by you or at least that's the the message i'm getting from it um so i i just really like that man i really like how cole can make you how he can paint a picture so clearly with these words you know what i'm saying and so effortlessly um to describe a scenario situation almost as if you are there and the crazy part about that is like he wasn't even there and you're not there but he's painting that whole situation so that you as get you both exactly bro so i mean that's just crazy to me how he did it and it was so effortless so yeah definitely a a, a very very big moment for cole on this album on that one yeah that song um i just i haven't had time to like really piece together you know the the the, the clues but you know obviously mm. for your eyes only was a dedication to his late friend right who was who yes took the other route right and so i just have to see with the song a bit more to just piece the puzzle together because it feels know, like a did, connection between those two yeah, stories it, it, you know? it might be it might mm. be the same person i'm just i'm just, I'm just not sure mm. yet and so yeah, i, I want to sure go ahead and say yeah. it is because i remember when i did the for your eyes only you know review like I, I pieced everything together but then with this song i'm just not sure mm. if it's the exact same guy again because he is saying over here that you know we were so close um and also in for your eyes only he was referring to the guy who used to you know come and sleep over at his crib and like they were so close yes. they knew each other's moms and all those things so maybe it's him i'm not sure um but yes, yeah it so it's, like it's something it. worth to look into um but yeah sure. man i think this album it's just j cole reminding people that at the end of the day y'all can hate all you want y'all can say whatever you want to say but at the end of the day i can rap bro like i really do this you know like this yeah. is a reminder that if you want me just to rap i will rap for you and i'll make it sound dope because another thing is that you have great mcs who can't put together great songs you know, mm. you could have the hardest bars. You could be the craziest rapper, but can you make a good song though? And J. Cole has mm. proven it on this album that not only can he rap his ass off, but he can also make great songs. And that is very important. Um, I think people mm. don't give him enough credit for that, to be such a top tier MC, but also be able to make such great music, you know? Exactly. Um, so this off scene was a reminder for that um he sounds very hungry um he I sounds think, like yeah, he it, wants it bro oh, yeah just feel like a re, a, he's reborn again or something he just sees like yo mm. it's like, like a, a new lease on on his career on his life you know um and it's crazy how when he was chilling he was still killing shit winning in grammys and shit <laughs> <laughs> which actually just Cole reminds is another me breeze. On that song, um, I think it's I think it was on um, Amari. He says, "If you solo these vocals, listen close, and you can hear grumbling, Maltai, and I'm still munching." We, you know, like when you just remove, we just take his vocals only. You can hear his stomach; he's still hungry. Like that was so crazy to me. Like, he still wants bro, exactly. you're on your sixth album and you're still rapping like this. Like you still just come off the gates. Like that's crazy. So this sounds like yeah, a nigga right. who hasn't touched any M's yet, bro. 
exactly literally literally um yeah guys any any closing remarks on this body of work all i'm saying is that we're watching what um drake and kendrick possibly do because i think cole has set the standard yes and it's pretty high at this current moment in time so like whatever they come with is definitely gonna be measured up to this you know what i mean so it's just gonna be interesting to see how everything plays out yeah for sure i think this was very very good from cole this was um there was no disappointments at all for me on this i really really enjoyed this start to finish no skips for me um even when you get to the singles like the climb back and what was the other one was it closer nah uh, the climb back and symbol and ice yes 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 i remember Simbon ice wasn't on this though but like just nah. this whole era of call right now the rapping has just been phenomenal bro phenomenal um like we just said he sounds hungry sounds like he wants it so yeah i'm 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 keen to hear more i'm here for it i'm here for it bro yeah um cole Cole is only a couple of albums away from retirement um if we go according to what he told us it means that he has i think two more albums to give us before he can be comfortable with fading away he's not gonna really retire after you know the fall off but it's a boy yeah so those are the two and then he said after that he won't retire but he will be comfortable not having to put out music ever again obviously he will because no rapper can just leave it like that when you're someone like a coast this this passionate unless you're joe budded (laughs) man (laughs) fuck joe budden bro that's a bad guy Nah, fuck hey. Joe Biden. That guy still has me blocked on Twitter. That's story for another hey, Let's just end um, the podcast. You see, he's yeah. a starter now. <laughs> nah, 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 I was not alone. I was with Bilo My Just and Prince Dways. Until next time, <laughs> peace and love. Is, I thought a bad said I was with Bilo My Just. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what you trying to say? <laughs>